Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, family? Welcome to another episode. It's been a while. Developer Brandon episode. And today, I got my homie, Tech Rally. Yo, dude, we've been talking about doing a podcast forever. I like, know, I know. It's I, I feel like we've been talking about it for about two, months. three months. Yeah. Months, maybe longer. It just we never got to it. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I don't even think I'm too big for uh, like a small channel like mine now. No, dude, <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? It's not even about who's big and who's small. Even though you know I might be taller than you, <laughs> you gotta you gotta I'm remember your you. fans, dude. You know those those people that were with <laughs> you when you were making videos about vending machines and stuff. Oh my! Wait, you watched that? Uh, I don't know if I actually watched it. I watched it later. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, I was going to say, because that's a long time ago. Uh, that has, You know what sucks? That video does not talk about code whatsoever, but it has the most views on my channel. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of your oldest videos, right? So Yeah, it's one of my oldest videos. <laughs> right. Man, but it's good to have you here. Wait, by the way, how tall are you? I'm 5'10". Oh, wait, are you Korean? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, that's why... I, now that makes sense. I'm Filipino, so 5'10 is a little too tall for me. <laughs> wait, you just say, wait, how tall are you? Bro, I think I'm 5'8. I'll say 5'8. Bro, you, you were pretty confident with that uh, I'm taller than you statement. Yeah. I would, I would imagine you would be like six feet. Bro, I wish I was six feet. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wish I was six feet. Well, anyway, uh, so for everyone who doesn't know you, for the people who don't, Right. Introduce yourself. Yeah. So my name is Alex and I am, I also go by Tech Rally because that's my YouTube channel. Uh, I created my channel to help uh, self-taught and aspiring developers break into tech. And my background is that I actually went to a coding bootcamp school in 2015 and we all Which know how much uh, Krishan loves coding bootcamps. So <laughs> um, yeah, for, for me, I, I've kind of started from the beginning with the coding bootcamp and I've been a software developer for about now six years uh, and mostly work on front-end development using like React and Redux and yeah, in my free time I like to make uh, YouTube videos about coding and helping uh, like I said aspiring developers break into the space. Nice. That's awesome. Honestly I like your content. I don't know there's something about hearing you talk <laughs> calms me down. I don't know if it's a Korean thing, but like I love I love Koreans. I love Korea. I know I know some Korean. I can read it pretty well, but I don't know. You're just so calm to talk to. I don't know what it is. Why are you so calm? No, I think one of the things that I notice is actually I don't I don't talk like that normally. You know, it's whenever the camera really? comes on. Or I I do sometimes, but. I realize when the camera comes on, my octave or like how I talk just lowers like Cheaper. this. I'll be like, welcome to the Christian oh, channel. My. And he's a great developer and he knows oh. what he's doing. But then facts, when I actually facts. talk to my friends, uh, you know, that octave raises up a lot more. And I think this is kind of the notes I'm trying to take from you and even uh, like Chow Codes and everybody else. Like That helps. It's, I feel like you guys were all actors turned software developers. Yo, you know, it's, it's funny because like I... I'm not comfortable talking in front of a lot of people. Well, I guess I am now. But prior to YouTube, I wasn't. I was shy, introverted. I'm the type of person who I stay in my corner and I'll just code. But because of YouTube and learning what works and what doesn't, it actually kind of changed me. Changed my personality in the way where now I feel like I can talk to anyone. I have no fear of talking to anyone. I could talk in front of 100,000 people and I'll be totally fine. Like, it's crazy how much it changes you. Yeah, I mean, especially with a lot of introverts and things like that, I'm sure there, this is like another way to just kind of share your knowledge or just share your expertise in some other ways where you might feel like being in a crowded room is not your forte. So just mm -hmm. recording yourself and then sharing it is a different um, like way to just release that kind of uh, nerves or things like that, for sure. Oh, for sure, man. You know what? I usually do this at the end, but I want to do it now for those who might or probably won't go to the all the way end of this podcast. Where can people find you? 
where can people so i have a youtube channel so youtube.com and then just search tech rally and i also have a twitter and instagram and uh yeah just look up tech rally and you'll be able to find me or just google it or google, <laughs> google it tech yeah rally. yeah whatever's easier <laughs> for sure i want people to find you i want you have good content you have good content thanks man um, i'm i'm really trying to be uh a little bit more on the personable side eventually because right now i just like to just go. give like a lot I'm more advice lie. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's the way the, the reason I say that's the way to go is because everyone tries to just give advice and not share anything about themselves. Yeah. You yeah. know what that does? It just makes you like everyone else. That's true. And but I feel like what makes my content more unique in, in that perspective is that I am a software developer that works full time because mm-hmm. I know sometimes some of the YouTubers, they do it full time. Right. And or they have a course and things like that. So sometimes yeah. they're trying to like funnel people into a course but like for me i don't make money off courses or anything i have a full-time job so like i'll give you yeah. very honest opinions about you know the the workspace and mm. even coding boot camps in 2021 all of these things are my honest opinions and it's not something i'm trying to like leverage or kind of funnel them into my course but you know what you never know i might make a course <laughs> but for now at least it's very very just like raw opinions yeah, no, for sure. I want you to make a video showing your vulnerable side. Oh, you Something actually? Vulnerable. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna make one probably soon about like my personal life, right? Uh, but that will be news Ooh. for uh, upcoming weeks. <laughs> oh, you can't talk about it here. I can't. Come on. Nah, it's it's too much. Come on. Well, I mean, I think you already know, this but is, I actually. This is great news. I think you already know, but uh. I'm, I mean, for me, I actually quit my job, and that's actually a video I'm working on right now. So that'll be a more uh-huh. personal side of me. Yeah, and, but I like that. I'm not going to tell you what job I got, but I'm going to pull Come a on. here and just be like, on the yo, Krishan yo, yo, I can't show, share bro. this information right now, but I really want to share this, but I can't share this. You know, you sound I got to like do it for the views. You sound like someone I know that did that recently. <laughs> I, I got you know, a lot I, of I'm hate learning, I'm learning from, you know, the people that are ahead <laughs> of the game, you know? Even you know like... Funny? clickbait What's titles that? i have to learn i have oh. to learn how to make clickbait titles dude bro well the thing, all right these titles are not necessary clickbait like it's true but i i'd, I'd rather call them over exaggerated titles so <laughs> i'm gonna have a new video that's gonna go live tonight where i'm talking about my new job i'm finally gonna share where i work even though i don't work for one of the what do you call that the fang company Bang. right but still, on my thumb thumbnail, I'm going to mention that, do I work for a fan company? <laughs> Dude, that's because so genius, just, actually. That's Dang, just I how it notes. works. Yeah. I'll put all these different logos of these different companies I might be working at now, and there'll be none of them. It's going to be New Relic, my new job. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, I was talking or I was talking to Chow Codes on his live stream, and I, sh- I said I should have changed my title to be like, Chow Codes will never be a software engineer. And he's, he was oh. like... <gasps> He's like, yo, that would have been a great title. title. I would have been triggered. Yeah. I would have clicked on it and be like, what is this guy up to? But then, <laughs> right. It's hard, that's man. I don't know. Thing. It's hard for me. <laughs> yeah, that's the YouTube thing, man. Yeah. I, and you know what sucks though, when it comes to YouTube? It, it, what the hard thing is, yes, you don't need a good camera to film, but you need to take good pictures for your thumbnails. Yeah. If you don't have a good picture for your thumbnail, guess what? Unfortunately, no one's going to click on it, despite the title. Yeah, for sure. Unless the title, unless the title, super clickbait, like "Yo, I'm the next CEO of Amazon." <laughs> Yo, I mean that's that's I'm a good title actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't ask your opinion on that, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. I wonder why. <laughs> okay. Oh Bro, you just exposed You're cut yourself. That out. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Bezos is awesome. Dude, he is, though. The fact that he built such a big and great company and yeah. just, like, that amount of years is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, I often wonder, too. Actually, this is going to happen to me. This will happen. But I kept I, – I was thinking about how awesome would it feel to just quit your job and never have to worry about money again. <laughs> like – that's a cool thing, but at the same time, it's kind of scary because that sounds boring. I well, know. I mean, I don't really know where we're going with this, but uh, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I, really uh, I think you can. It just really depends on your lifestyle inflation. 
Um, mm, you just live in a farm after you save yeah. a significant amount of money. You just put it into like a like a S and P five hundred stock uh-huh. or like index fund, and then just take out a small percentage, and then you can yeah. live very comfortably. But do you want to live in a farm? That's like it's nah. <laughs> a decision nah. that you need to decide. You know? but, For me or, personally, yeah. I don't see myself retiring. Like, yeah. I don't want to retire. I want to keep working. Yeah, and that's the beauty of. I think the idea of retirement, retirement isn't necessarily not working. It's just doing what you love to do. And money is mm, kind of secondary because exactly. you already have enough at that point. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, okay. For sure. I don't know how we got this topic, but let's change topic. Yeah. Let's change so, topics. <laughs> Mr. Alex, Alex Lee, Tech Rally. What boot camp did you go to? I went to Flatiron School. Oh, you went to Flatiron School. Yeah. And how was it? It was amazing. I mean, it was 2015, though. Like, times have changed since then. Yeah. What stack did you learn there? Ruby on Rails. Ruby. I knew it. And uh, vanilla JavaScript. There was no, no. There was no React then. <laughs> Not even jQuery? Uh, yeah, jQuery, too. But actually, it was a okay. mix of, like, CoffeeScript. Because that's kind of what Coffee Ruby on, Ruby on Rails was using. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So my question. I'm assuming you got a new job at an amazing company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to talk about understandable okay i see how it is enjoying my so, fun employment let me just enjoy my fun employment <laughs> you fun okay i thought you kept spelling unemployment wrong but you really meant fun employment it is it is definitely <laughs> <Okay>. fun <laughs> it is fun no for sure so my question is this looking back at your journey to getting to where you are now could you have done it without a coding boot camp no and I want to like preface this by saying that everyone's situation is going to be different. But mm-hmm. for me personally, I was working at a company and we talked about how much like a company can take, a, take of your time, essentially. Uh-huh. But I was working at a company where I had to be at my office by 730 in the morning. And the earliest uh-huh. I could ever leave is five o'clock. Right. Dang. So imagine you're just and generally, usually I would probably end work at like 7 or 8 p.m. So I was staying way too long at work and I wasn't getting paid that well either. But Mm -hmm. I was spending about an hour and an hour and a half watching like YouTube videos, the new Boston at that time. Um, And I was only coding for about an hour, an hour and a half, but that wasn't enough to become a full-time software developer. There wasn't as much structure back then. And for me, Mm -hmm. I just knew that... um, I needed to really make a commitment to this. Otherwise, I'm not going to yeah. be able to become a software developer. And I was actually thinking about doing master's um, in computer science. But I was look- when I was researching Whoa. that, I saw that it was like a two-year program. I'm going to have to pay an arm and a leg for it. Uh, mm-hmm. People complain about the price of a boot camp. But school- if you go to master's, it's way more expensive too, right? And it's way more yeah. time. So oh my. For, it's yeah, very for me, I was just like weighing the options of... If I just spend three months and I could somehow land a full-time job as a software developer, uh-huh. I could save I could save so much. I became a senior developer in like five years because I went to a three-month boot camp. But if you yeah. spend you two years college. doing masters, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. That's interesting. Okay, so next question. How long did it take you to get your first job after you graduated from your coding boot camp? So Actually, I was able to land an internship uh, about a month and a half afterwards, but that was not the best experience in the world. Why? Uh, but after the internship for about a month, I was able to land a full-time job. And oh. so it took about like three and a half months for a full-time job. But what was really cool about it was that uh, the the company was actually interviewing me and my friend from Flatiron School, and they oh. could only accept one person. <gasps> And I was, obviously, I was super happy for him because he got the role. But yeah. a month after he got the role, another role opened up. So they just were like, hey, are you interested? And I said yes. And I didn't <laughs> have to interview again. And I just got the full-time job. Oh, that's so funny. That, so you know, they definitely so had me in mind. That's exactly the same they thing that happened to have the capacity, yeah. They remembered you. Yeah, they just couldn't. That's the same yeah. thing that happened to me at Entrepreneur when I worked there. Uh when I first interviewed there, it was me between someone who had a bachelor's degree. Now, this person was a better developer than me, hands down, because when I joined the company later, I heard about him. Yeah, he's way better, which makes total sense. But uh, yeah, they 
wanted to hire me, but they only had enough funds to hire one more person. And then when I didn't get the job, one year later, that person left the company and now he works for the bigger company, right? And so they emailed me or and contacted me one year later and they're like, are you still interested? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't have to do the interview process. It was literally just like, I didn't have to do a coding interview anymore. I just went in, spoke to the CTO. He's like, yeah, you want the job? I'm like, yeah. And yeah, it was, it's crazy how it works like that. So I have a question though. So why do you think they hired you at that first job after your internship? Was it because you went to a boot camp? What is it that you presented to them? What is it that you showed? What potential do you think you showed that made them even remember you when another position opened up? Are you talking about the second, uh, the full-time job or the internship? Full-time. The full-time job, I think it's kind of, I think when my friend and I interviewed, we also worked on the same project together. So I think they knew already that these were um, high-performing prospects, essentially, but they only had the uh, capacity for one. So when the person called me, he said, he actually called me when he said I didn't get the job and was saying how, like, we really loved you, but right now we can only afford one person. If they call and, you to say that, yeah, they mean it. Yeah, exactly. So I think that kind of worked out nicely. I mean, to from a from a coding bootcamp perspective, we just had really good projects to showcase, um, great backgrounds and things like that. So that, that definitely helped. If, if I may ask them. So let's say someone who can't go to boot camp. I mean, I try to go to boot camp. This is why I hate boot camps because no one would give me a loan. <laughs> so I couldn't go. I got offended. It was too expensive. But honestly, I like boot camps. But let's say another person, just like me, couldn't afford to go to boot camp, can't get a loan to even start anywhere like that. So what would you recommend to a self-taught developer who can't do that? Like, what would you tell them what they need to do to get a job like that? Yeah, and I think um, first I want to say that if you have to take a loan or if you have to take an ISA, I would highly recommend against going to a coding bootcamp because there's just a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of financial stress on you on top of trying to learn how to code. Like you're Mm -hmm. just going to be, you're battling with two different uh, giants essentially where Mm -hmm. you have to live and you also have to try to find a job. So uh, for me, I would highly recommend that if you can afford a coding bootcamp, then do it. And obviously, that sounds very privileged or, you know, you would have to be in a pretty financial, like, stability. You would have to have some kind of financial stability. But uh, taking out an ISA or taking out a loan is just, I would just, it's not worth it, in my opinion. Like, definitely go through, like, the free route or or maybe, like, the $10 or $15 course route kind of thing. But um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of YouTubers already talk about this a lot, but like Free Code Camp, um, the Odin Project, uh, mm-hmm. Team Treehouse, just kidding. Um, th- maybe even like Udemy, actually. So I found some great instructors through Udemy. And actually, when I was able to transition from my first full-time job to my second full-time job, I actually was able to um, get that job because I took a Udemy course and I, somehow it became like the React expert. So <laughs> it's kind of funny you... how it works. Hold on. So you had no expense with Udemy at all. And you took a course in Udemy, aka React.js, and then you got a job in React.js just because of that. Yeah, I mean, not I mean, not just because of that, but I was able to get good at React, essentially, mm-hmm. when not many people knew it because of the course. What made you good at it? What did you do to get good at it? I, just, I took the course, and then I kept practicing and making my own projects mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. And then yeah. I tried to actually inject react into our like my first job mm. with a lot of different projects that we were working on because i was working at an agency so uh, we had many different types of clients so we started like greenfield projects and things like that and i would always suggest hey hey can we use react and they were like cool <laughs> with it dang that makes sense you know the reason i asked that is because i am i am streaming full-time that's my job right that's my main job and i'm on monday tuesday i'm learning js. And I'm just learning it, but my goal is to get really good at it. Right. And then on Wednesday, Thursday, I'm also learning cybersecurity, and my goal is to get really good at that. So I'm thinking of changing my schedule where I'm streaming five hours a day, but during the afternoon now, so I can literally focus on just learning all these things and getting good at it. And I really think I can do that. And, like, let's say if this DevRel thing doesn't work out or something happens, I don't know. Like, I could get a job in any of these niches after the fact. 
Yeah, I mean, and I think that's up to you to decide. You know, I, I kind of talked about this in my last video for Chow Codes was like, how much are you investing in your time for your brand versus uh, like trying to become a software developer? And yeah. I see a lot of like similarities in his stories compared compared to yours when you first started off. And like, luckily, you're able to find a job three months, you know, but it's not not yeah. everyone's that lucky, essentially. I am a cooler developer, though. You can tell Chow Codes <laughs> I said that. Good thing he's not in this uh, in, in this. Oh, if he was here, I'd still say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to your point, like it's hard to um, it's hard to do multiple things at once. And for me, how I got how I got good at React was I was only focused on React, and that's all I did. Because to me, my priority at that time was becoming a great front end developer. And mm. once you, you once you just it's like riding a bike, right? You just keep doing it over and over and over again. And you just know like, okay, I know how to use divs here, I know how to use CSS here. And at that time it was all about like class components. So you're like, I know every single life cycle in and out, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean it's a, I mean and, and it's up to you to decide how you want to prioritize that because obviously if you try to do both, it's gonna take more time to master both, right? But yeah. maybe like you can also try doing like six months learn spelt and then the next six months after you could learn the cybersecurity stuff. So then you become like experts because you won't ever really forget about what you learned, you know? Mm, that's true. I agree. What would you say? Hmm, what would you say would be the hardest thing you faced like after bootcamp? Well, actually, I don't know because you got a job pretty quick. It's kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> but what would you say would have been the hardest thing? Like, did you have a lot of imposter syndrome? At your first and second full-time job? Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of imposter syndrome on my at my first job uh, because you're just kind of starting off. And um, I'm not going to name names, but I had a pretty difficult mentor to work with in my first job. and But, but he was brilliant and super smart. It just made me feel like I wasn't really learning too much because, I don't know, he yeah. would just like rip apart my pull requests and things like that. <laughs> but once I got to my second job, I realized like I learned a lot from him, <laughs> even though I didn't realize yeah. it. So I actually was a pretty decent front end developer. I just didn't know it because of imposter syndrome. But in yeah. terms of difficulties, like I've been working, I was working at my company for five years and it's not just about coding as a developer. You're working with PMs, you're working with customer success. And just uh -huh. like any, I don't know if you have had a girlfriend in a while, but like if you are in a relationship like maybe like a long-term relationship you're going to go through like ups and downs and yeah. you're going to because you're like stressed out or whatnot and just like work being at a company for five years you go through like these ups and downs with people and mm -hmm. i just learned that you know you can't you can't deal with people the same way you deal with coding where it's like conditionals if else then do this like people have like different viewpoints and different emotions so i had to learn a lot about like empathy and kindness and things like that as a developer it was crazy yeah you know i have noticed maybe not my first dev job but definitely my second one is that man like after a time you do bump heads with people uh oh man i bump heads with people you'll meet some toxic people too. And I've met some toxic people as well. And you just have to learn to kind of deal with it. Now, Preach. I'm not the best example because I did meet someone that was very toxic at my last job and I quit on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, not going to say always do that. But my situation, my situation was a little different because this person, who was a CTO, by the way, yelled at me, like straight up yelled at me in front of everyone on Zoom. And like, I will not take that. I'm like, yo, I don't need this job. I can find another one easily anyway. And so that was my mindset that I can, you have to kind of think like that. But, and then, so literally in front of everyone, I talked back to the CEO, the CTO, the CEO was amazing, but the CTO was a jerk. And I said straight back to him, like, are you really yelling at me in front of everyone? And then I just called the CEO and I'm like, Hey, I'm quitting. And then, but the CEO was like, no, 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 don't quit. Just work for me on the side. You don't have to work for the main company anymore. But like, I guess it's kind of a limit to what I can take. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with this example. Pretty disrespectful. And um, yeah, I don't think anybody should <laughs> take that from anybody, to be honest. I yeah. mean, luckily, we're kind of in a 
a great situation where if you do have job experience, you could really find another job. It's not like isn't that critters are <laughs> like critters are dying for smart engineers. So, like I know it's hard to get an industry as a junior developer, but like once you have like I have four almost five years experience now, it is so much easier. Like no yeah. one asks for your portfolio; you just do a coding test and that's it. Yeah. So I have a question for you then, like. As someone that kind of had to go from ground up, but now you, the reality is you're an experienced developer. You, you don't, no one's going to ask you. I don't consider myself a good portfolio. developer whatsoever. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, same, same. But it's just like I always Fire. code with the beginner's mentality type of deal. Uh-huh. But the reality is, is recruiters are contacting you because you have job experience. Oh, bro. Let me open up my LinkedIn right now. I got a legit uh, message on LinkedIn. It wasn't one of those recruiters where they just send the same email to everyone i got a legit one for a startup let me i'm not gonna say the company name because i'm actually gonna i'm interviewing with them but i always do interviews even if i have a job right. just to practice right right you know what i mean it's not like i'm gonna leave i love my job but yeah so it's a machine learning company and then i'm like yo this is what i'm earning now to like we will actually pay you way more than that i'm like Dude. what <laughs> but again i'm gonna t- I'm the kind of guy who doesn't do anything just for the money. Right, right. Like too many times everything. But yeah, so like, and so I, I did an interview, right? I did an interview, did all of that, and it gave me a job offer. And that was crazy. But then I, I can't believe I rejected it. <laughs> but I, re- I really can't because it was, dude, it pays really well. But again, I mean, I can get a coding job anytime after this devrel stuff right so i just want to try this out because i really do like it You're right. it's crazy how once you have experience it is so much easier to get a job right a what do you easy. think is like something that a new aspiring self-taught person can do because mm. um, not everyone's gonna have a brand or not everyone's gonna have a youtube channel you know yeah what I mean? so what's the what's the strategy that is because i know you're helping out your brother and trying to get him to become a software developer but Mm-hmm. Well, what's your advice for people like him? Yeah, my advice number one is you just have to study every day. Uh, number two, stop trying to learn five languages at once. Focus on one thing. Oh, uh, I'll fix my food later. Uh, shoot. Number two, uh, focus on one thing. So many people focus on trying to learn many different languages. Number three, work in portfolio. Your portfolio. Number four. Start applying to jobs after three to six months. Don't wait. Hmm. Like what it's about, a waste of time to just wait like that. What about networking? How do you how do you network with people? Good good point. Uh, hold on, my dog's playing football. Let me take it away because it's loud. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna hold it for now. Sorry, okay, boy. Oh, actually, let me lower my heat. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Sorry, what was your last question? Uh, networking. Oh, okay. Let me. Okay, so networking, that's huge. So honestly, if you're just aspiring and starting, actually, no matter where you are in your in your career, everyone needs to start a brand. That is the number way to get a job. And people keep, or people are probably thinking, you need to have. 2,000 followers to consider yourself a good brand, 10,000 followers, whatever. That is not true at all. You just need to do something where people can know who you are. You know, I was in a stream the other day or a meeting. And one of the managers said a famous developer, developer famous is someone who has 2,000 or more followers on Twitter. That's it. So it's not that hard to get 2,000. I mean, it sounds like it. But imagine you just reach that and then you put a tweet. You want a new job or you need a new job. You got laid off or you quit. Yo, you're going to get 10 times more interviews than you would than just on LinkedIn <laughs> or you're right. going to meetups. Right. Right. I, honestly, I think that's the number one, number one way to go. Hands down. And just building something, document everything on Instagram. Because for me, like I know like now, because I took this many years to create my brand, you have to think about this too. It might take you three or four years to build a brand. A good brand or strong ones where people get to know you. But like what are you gonna do those three or four years if you don't do it? Like 
you're just gonna lose on so much opportunities that you could have created for yourself yeah that's, i mean that's true yeah that's a yeah that's really important for networking i mean i think people think of networking as always like messaging people on linkedin or things like no, that but no. even creating your brand yeah. can speak for itself yeah. no that's that's it my job entrepreneur the reason they were so willing to hire me is because they got to when i interviewed with them they thought I was faking my personality. And then the CTO said, but when I watch your YouTube videos, like that's actually really you. That's why I hired <laughs> you because I got to know who you are through your videos. Uh, I looked at all your social media, like that's you. So that's one of the reasons why it's good to do stuff like that because it helps them know who you are. Um, my job now, like they got to know who I am through my brand. I mean, right. this company, their goal is to help developers become developers be better developers and they saw that for the last four years that's what i've been doing with my content yeah that's, that's been awesome my goal. and they're like yeah you're it we want you yo i mean i think i'm a true believer of like um people paving it forward and trying to kind of reach the goals that they've already achieved but for you i mean you have about eighty thousand subscribers on youtube and a pretty huge following on twitter like what's your goals for 2021 yeah uh my goal for 2021, man, this, this is turning around to you interviewing me. What's going on? I know, right? This is, I mean, I'm I just know. trying to, I'm trying to steal some knowledge, you know? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. My goals. All right. Number one for 2021 is I don't, I don't want to have to be someone who depends on anyone for sources of income. That's my mm. number one goal. My number one goal, to be honest, is to grow my business to a point where let's say I quit this job. Or I, you know, the, I don't know, I get fired or laid off, whatever. I don't need to look for another job. Mm. Or if I do, I don't need that job. I'm just doing it because I love coding. That's my number one goal in life. Uh, number two, I want to, honestly, I love streaming. It's so much more fun than YouTube. I want to grow my Twitch and my TikTok like crazy. That's my second goal. Number three, which should be number zero or number one is get, helping my brother become a developer. Those oh, are my respect, goals. Dude. Yeah. Yo, I mean, I don't know if you've uh, have been going on this uh, new bandwagon of social media, but I got a Clubhouse invite. So if you want to grow that one too, you know. Wait, what's Clubhouse? <laughs> it's, what's a, Clubhouse? it's a new social social media, a social platform where you interact you in? with your voice. Join Clubhouse.com? Yeah. Bro, can you get me an invite? I do. It's going to cost you a... Uh, a clout, uh, like, you know, a shout out of the Tech Rally channel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, you, I got you want, dude, no, 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 no. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be the next Chris Sean of Clubhouse. You know, that's I'm, I'm using the first comer's advantage right now. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Wait, what is Clubhouse, though, exactly? So it's a, I mean, it's a social network, but it's crazy Clubhouse. because all you can do to communicate is through voice. You can't text, you can't do anything, and you could join these rooms of like-minded people and things like that, and you just have like genuine interactions and conversations, like what we're doing now. But imagine Are there, like followers and everybody. stuff. Yeah, you got followers and you have followings and and things like that, but you Bro, can't directly can me message in? people. Oh, I love that part. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's fine for me. Bro, yeah. it, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yo, I'll get you on a new relic podcast too. Let's do it. <laughs> I got I, I got two more invites, so I'll definitely send you one. But you have to promise me something. You can't invite shout codes. <laughs> I don't even know if he's gonna get to this far of the podcast, so yo, he'll never know. He won't he won't listen to this podcast, but someone else who does is probably gonna forward it to him. And whoever does that, screenshot it when you do it, and I'll follow you on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> hey, you, you know, what's really cool is actually if you go to the person's profile, you'll see who invited you. So it's kind of like this uh, kind of stamp of approval that saying, cool. like, I approved you and this is, I, I vouch for this person. So wow. it's, it's very exclusive. I, I, it's, uh, and I don't want to sound elitist, but just a lot of people don't know about it. So it's pretty crazy right now. Yeah. Have you, like, spoke with anyone on it yet? Oh, yeah. A lot of people. I've, I've learned more about K-pop than I ever had. <gasps> and then... Are there I, topics to follow? There's just so many topics of uh, like crypto, uh, entertainment industry. There's a lot of what about people coding? from LA and New York. And there's actually a huge following in Korea right now. Is so, it like podcasts? What? Is it kind of like a podcast style where you just talk and then yeah. people can listen to it and you can see how many people listen to that talk? Yeah. So what you could do is there's moderators 
and then people oh. could raise their hand and then join in on the conversation. So imagine what? if Chow Codes was here and he was just on the sidelines, we could like bring him in and then he could ask his <laughs> question lines. and then just move him out, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. You're done talking and we move you out. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yes, I'm actually, please. I'm considering making a YouTube video about it, but we'll see. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Make it's it too anything. This, that's my right? problem. Is I, I try to make my all my videos perfect, and I shouldn't. I got to change that mindset and just talk to the camera and upload. I don't have to have like the perfect B roll or drone footage in every video. Dude, you, I mean, your videos are awesome, man. I don't even know what you. <laughs> I, 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 I actually, it, it's what makes your really video good, so good. Yeah. I have to make it better. That's my goal. But okay. For sure. All right. Yeah. So if you can get me that invite, you know, um, I'll hook you up on other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> down, down. <laughs> Thank you. No, seriously, please. <laughs> I, I got you. Bro. Okay. So I have another question though. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So you have a new job. You're fun employed right now, but you won't be fun employed for so long. Only for three more weeks. Yeah. This new job you have, what is your job? What is my job? So it's it's a front end role, and uh -huh. I'm actually uh, fortunate enough to join a fan company. But I won't tell you Ooh. which fan company. How about that? So what are the four fan companies again? Uh, it's Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and uh -huh. Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? What? No, just that. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay, nice. So what do we be doing there? Um, I'm gonna be under the video advertising team. But I don't really know exactly what I'm going to be doing there. Um, okay. It's kind of like an incognito project, so I can't really talk about it, even though I don't know what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, I was looking at Amazon Development Advocate Roles. So I was curious. And I saw something. Like, I was looking at it, like, actually before this podcast. And I saw something about incognito and developer advocate, which is pretty cool. So <laughs> We're, we're going to cut that part out, right? What you just said. Oh, we are? The Amazon. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so dumb. Yeah, let's cut that part out. My bad. <laughs> no worries, no worries. <laughs> so happy this is not live. Okay. Dang it. Okay, yeah, but now sorry. you know. <laughs> that is that it? Is that what I saw? What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, even the cough was hilarious. I was like <laughs> Oh, you want me to take that out too? No, 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 that's fine. That's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So, okay, let's get back on this. What stack will you be working on? If you're, are you allowed to talk about that? I don't. I mean, I don't really know exactly, but I think it's a form of like React and Redux. Wow, so. React is everywhere. Yeah, are you dude. seeing Svelte.js anywhere? So, <laughs> I love Svelte, and I really enjoy how fast it is. I just don't see it on the market too much. Yeah, that's very true. But you could be it's... the pioneer for it. You could be the face I of can. Svelte. Well, I mean, if I'm good at Svelte.js, I mean, I could, I can hop back in React anytime and just learn it pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, we just need people to use it to yeah. make it popular. But yeah. it's weird because React is backed by Facebook, Angular by Google. Yeah. Um, and then, Dude, React is yeah. everywhere. Yeah, React everywhere. Vue is like a community-driven. That Vue is pretty impressive, the fact that it's fully community-driven. But yeah. yeah. Vue's up there too. Man, and it's funny because like I'm not focusing any of that. I guess because... I just don't want to do something just because I'll get paid more. I'm not. I'm. I'm really rebellious. But why? Why are you learning Svelte? I guess it's the. What's the motivation behind it? Because no one else is learning it. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's different. You should um, learn jQuery then. <laughs> oh, the jQuery. jQuery. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. Yo, jQuery is my favorite language. Okay, favorite library to learn because it was my first one I learned. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 rem I remember. I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I see. That's why you brought that up. All right. Someone's been watching my content. <laughs> Yo, I've been following you for a while, man. Like, it's, uh, really? it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I actually have. It's because, you know, like, obviously, experience-wise, we're all, like, at a different stage and stuff like that. But oh, actually, we're probably pretty similar, actually. But in terms of YouTube content for, like, coders and things like that, just not many existed back then. So That's true. Really now motivating. there's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's it's a struggle to come up with new topics and things to talk about. Everyone says the same I just want to say, like, just practice. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. It's tough, no, that's so. it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. What blew my mind away was, um, like, there are so many people that are, like, up their industry, even who surpassed me in regards to, like, 
let's say title, right? Titles don't mean anything, but like, you know, like yes. they get paid a lot more. And they didn't start coding until they watched my videos. It's so humbling to hear. But it's also humiliating because it's like, what the heck have I been doing to myself? <laughs> like, why, why am I not there? But, but jokingly, yeah. I, I, jokingly speaking. But yeah, I mean, but that's your, that's uh, that's the decision. I remember, I think I saw a video about you, uh, you long. T- sorry, long, I think I saw a video about you a long time ago where you were talking about, you know, could I have been a better senior developer if I just mm-hmm. made less videos and things like that? But I could have, yeah. In in some ways, you know, I, I feel like you made a good decision because look at your brand now. Right. Yeah, it's kind of what's crazy. one less video could have been like, like yeah. maybe five thousand less subscribers, you know, because you made an impact yeah. on someone else's life. So no, very true. I mean, the fact that I'm able, like, no offense to any companies out there, but I feel like I've been able personally. Not, I'm not bragging at all, but I feel like I've never said this before. Actually, I feel like I've fortunately been lucky enough to be able to affect, affect the effect, affect so many lives out there. But what sucks is that I wish I knew whose lives they were. You know what I mean? Mm. Putting faces behind those numbers. So whenever people reach out to me, that's the best thing that ever. When they say, "Yo, I was homeless before. Uh, I watch a video, this, you know, and then now I'm not homeless, <laughs> right?" So, like, yeah, those stories are so encouraging to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, everyone's trying to change their lives, you know, and it's not an easy time, yeah. especially now. So, so I have a question now. Where you at? You know, working for a fan company. My bad. All right. Uh, how would you suggest someone else to get to that point? Are you you're a senior developer at that fan company? Uh, technically, I mean, I don't really un- understand those like structures, but I, I'm I'm gonna have a front yeah. end role for it, but it's not entry level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how do you suggest someone to get there? You said you were studying. From what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, did that studying help you? Yes, yes, it did. Um, big time, very big time. And what I want to say about studying Whoa. for an interview is, I think you have to be in whatever job you apply for. I think you kind of need to study just a little bit, just so you can kind of tell your story, right? Beyond the technical parts, mm-hmm. you have to kind of explain why you're leaving and what you're looking for for your next role, and um, just in general, it, just having that story packaged nicely, so your future yeah. employer can see like why you want to leave and your motivation. I think that's number one. So that part I had to study and figure out, Hey, why am I trying, why do I want to leave? And then the oh, second part, yeah. Yeah. And then the second part is, yeah, you do have to kind of study because um, yes, it may not necessarily be something you do every day um, in mm-hmm. terms of the type of interview questions they might ask you. But I would argue that, Studying has made me a better software developer in a sense that I've learned a lot more about like web technologies and how it actually works when you send an API and just the whole um, system design or system design as a front end developer is super important, but that's not something uh, we use every day. So just understanding web technologies and studying things outside of your everyday day to day activities, um, it, it really made me a great, better software developer during this time of inter- uh, interviewing and really studying. Um, because, you know, sometimes when you're working at a company, you're like, oh, okay, I'll build a component. I'll render it out. I'll take the data <laughs> and move it over there using CSS. You know, it, it's just, it, it gets monotonous at times, but being able to f- fully understand how to like scale an application and things like that are things I had to study as well. Dang. That makes sense. That makes sense why I bought my Amazon interview. Because I didn't study. You said Amazon. I remember it. I I didn't upload the recording, the video of the interview, which I filmed, by the way, because I bombed it that bad. (laughs) And also, it's because the recruiter wanted me to get the job, right? And they were like, you just need to study these things. They told me what to study. But I didn't want to study it. I wanted to make videos. So I didn't study it. And, bro, I bombed it. Yeah, I mean, there's to be honest, any type of fang interview, I'm hundred percent sure no one can just do it without studying for it. It's uh, yeah, it you're going through the gauntlet essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny though, because the interview process was face with Facebook was easier. I don't know why. So it was for a front end role at Facebook, and I was gonna work on Oculus stuff and Facebook stuff. So that that was easier. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I got lucky. Yeah, I mean, every every interview process is a little different, I'm sure, and it depends on the type of interviewer yeah. that's asking you. I know. There you go. Yeah, that 
if you get lucky with easier interviewers, you know, all right, no offense, but when I interviewed for Amazon, I couldn't even understand I was gonna the person that. that was interviewing me. I didn't understand. I couldn't understand his English. So I, didn't, I couldn't understand what he wanted me to do. And so, like, I asked four times, what do you mean? And I still couldn't understand it. So I just, like, all right, I'm dead already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, no, it's like, tough. yeah. You can't, you can't choose who interview, on the interviews you. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But it's okay. Whatever. It was an experience. So, all right. Mr. Alex, Tech Rally. Yes. I have another question for you as well. Yeah, so, keep, keep coming. <laughs> you asked me this already. But where or what are your goals for 2021? Yeah, I mean, I actually have it written down on Notion, but I would and I know numbers isn't everything, but I I never like to say things, say some lofty goals without without being able to achieve it. But I just told myself, you know what? It's good to dream. So I think with the Tech Rally brand itself, I would like to grow my community in my Discord channel. And so I could mm. just be easily accessible for anyone that joins. Yeah. Uh, for my YouTube channel, I would like to reach 10,000 subs by the end of this year. Um, I'm about at like 1,070 now, but it is a pretty lofty goal in my eyes. But that's at the fine. same time, you know what? Like, as long as you state that that's your goal, you're going to find ways to do it, right? So, um, mm. and then third, just be, be a better software developer at my new job. I feel like after working at a company for five years, you get kind of complacent and comfortable so i'm very excited about this kind of being thrown into the deep end and oh you're at your lash out for five years yeah so i was at that company for five years so it's it's now i'm going to be completely hit, like deer in the headlights you know what i mean so i'm excited yeah. about that whoa i'm looking at your channel right now by the way and I, I like how um my my video on your channel has three thousand views yeah dude i am i'm, I'm <laughs> Just kidding. Cloud just chasing. Kidding, just kidding. Uh, you know Actually, what? No, you know what? I, I, I'll have to, if I can recommend something to a lot of people that are looking for mentors or looking for people that um, maybe, like, maybe coaching or whatever you want to call it, uh, don't just directly message someone and just be like, hey, can you be my mentor? You kind of have to bring value in some way, shape, that or is form. That's true. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to call it Chow Codes right here again because I messaged him on Instagram. I messaged him on Discord, and this guy does not respond back to me. (laughs) But once (laughs) I made a video on him. (laughs) Wow. Everyone's, like, talking crap about just No, but I mean, that's to your (laughs) point, to the point, like. uh, He he has 50K followers on Instagram. That's a lot of messages. Yeah, but I, I guess my recommendation is that, you know, you got to provide some kind of value. And in, in this case, yeah. like you too, Chris, like you got to know who I was because I made a video about you. I like Brad Traversy yeah. knows who I am because I made a video about him. I am, obviously, I don't want to just be that guy who makes videos about other people. <laughs> but, you know, you got to you got to you got to pick your battles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what I know for sure. Advice. So I'm looking at your channel. If I could give a suggestion. Yes, please. Upload more often. Yeah. All right. Since eight months ago, one, two, three, four. Okay. You have about, that's not, actually, it's not bad. Five, six, 12, 24. Okay. Yeah. 24, 30 videos. It's actually not bad. But I would say, like, especially because um, you're un- fun employed right now, I would say make it a goal to make a video a day. And this too. If you want, if you are willing to commit to this, bro, I'll go all out and try to help you grow your channel. A video a day? Mm, I'd say three videos this week. Three videos? Wait, what is it? Oh, it's already Friday. It's already Friday. So, like, yeah, by next Friday, three videos. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm up for that challenge. Actually, that's kind of what I want to do um, with this uh, fun employment. And I'm trying to figure out strategies on how to optimize it better. And I actually was on Clubhouse talking to some content creators, and they said you should batch your videos. So, like, spend a day just recording three videos. Yeah. You know, is that what you do? I or should no? do that. No. I just turn on the camera at three in the morning and talk. Dude, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? It, this is how my work thing goes. So I'm staring at the camera for three hours telling myself, you need to film, you need to film, you need to film. And then when it's finally really late, I'm like, dang it, I really need to film. And that's when I turn on the camera and talk. And that's why, like, 
yeah it's pretty late did you um do you hi did you eventually hire um video editors and things like that i or? do have one but i haven't used it in a while because i haven't made a video in a while mm -hmm. um but i'm i i'm gonna hire them again i need them again it just helps so i don't get burned out because it's it's really so busy for me right now yeah I and mean, that's one thing i always tell my like the people that are trying to get into software dev is ask for help. And sometimes, you know, yeah. I think even as Asians, we try to do everything. <laughs> yeah, that is the, that is my fault. Like I try to do too much at once. And right. I think for me though, time management is the hardest thing. Yeah. Like for me, generally in the morning, I'm like on my couch chilling. Like I'm on my, on my laptop doing work, but I'm just chilling on my couch until like 1 PM. But you know, I should wake up a little earlier and like, have a set schedule. And that's what I've been trying to do the last week. But I think because I'm planning on moving within the next two to three weeks, like my mind has been focused on just apartments and houses. It's so time consuming. Yeah. And that's that's the tough part about even trying to break into the space. Right. I think that's the one thing I was talking about. Like there are always going to be distractions. It's always. like, how do you prioritize what you need to do? And that's kind of why. I really believe coding bootcamp really helped me in my journey was mm. that I was able to just say no to everything. And I was like, this yeah. is my pocket of time for three months. Everyone mm -hmm. else, it gets a no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, honestly, that helped that me boost sense. myself to get to where I am. Yeah. What time do you wake up? These days? Well, during fun employment or during work? No. Normal. normal. Well, okay. Actually, now and during work. So during work, I would wake up about like 8 a.m. But fun employment nowadays, I wake up at like 10, 10.30. I also sleep really late because I'm super addicted to Clubhouse now. So I'm just Wait, like, are you serious? Oh, that, dude, dude, after this podcast, please, please, please invite me. <laughs> Yo, people have been selling it on eBay for like 25 bucks. Invites. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you get it for free. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Since you're also a content creator and you're a developer, um, work for a fan company. So, so someone who's watched my content before, like, do you have any suggestions for me or things I should stop doing or things I should do? For your content or as a software developer? On YouTube, for my content. <sighs> no, I mean, I, I, I genuinely enjoy watching a lot of your videos. Um, I think you've definitely decreased the number of uh, content, content that you push out. Yeah. Uh, so I know you were uh, suggesting that I push out content, but uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess you're at a like a good place where you don't have to, right? Um, but hmm, that's a great question. I don't know. Like it, it's, I know you're just doing a lot of different things, so obviously you can't just uh, pump out content like you used to. Um, but no, not really. I would. I, I don't know. I mean, you you've kind of already people have not complained or maybe they always like question like oh is he actually a coder because he never codes on his videos but you've already kind of proved that wrong by your twitch channel so yep um Big that's time. you know that's a plus and then yeah um i don't i would i would you know one video idea i would suggest is uh and then maybe this was a question that i was i want to ask you was was getting laid off at entrepreneur a blessing in disguise you know hmm I do need to make a video of that. Yeah, because in some ways, it I felt based on your videos, and I think you talked about it. You were saying like you were getting comfortable. This job was great. You know, I don't have to worry too much. I was getting burned life. out. But since you left entrepreneur, you're making so much more money. And I know it's not all about money, but yeah, dang, you know, was, that was unintentional too. Right. Exactly. Like if I was still an entrepreneur, I'd still be just making seventy thousand a year. Exactly. So it's crazy how getting laid off gave you so much more opportunities to something else. So it's in some ways, like if you feel like you're stuck or if you feel like you're getting complacent, is it worth, um, you know, like moving mm -hmm. on to something else? So I, I, there like some, some videos like that would be kind of cool. And obviously yeah. I think just adding more, um, genuine like tips and tricks, like something that I do in my channel, I think would be helpful as well. Cause you coming from a perspective of someone that went through like a self-taught route, and yeah. I'm coming from someone from a route like that came from a coding bootcamp route. Like, you know, we have some similarities, but at the same time, I can't always replicate what you did, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. That's a good point. I should make a video like that. Yeah, you know, I think so. This is the thing with content creation is that if you're continuously making content, 
the ideas keep flowing in, but the moment you stop for like one week, two weeks, three weeks, you have writer's block. Mm. Like it sucks. It's re- it's real too. So that's what I definitely need to get out of. So I'm really making a video tonight. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving to drive to Nashville at six a.m. to check out the new the new townhouse. But like, like I don't care what time I sleep. I need to get that out for sure. Wait, I thought you were moving to Vegas. Is that? Oh yeah. Anything? So the internet in Vegas sucks so bad. <laughs> but my job requires me to stream and have good internet. So I won't have a job if I move to Vegas. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so the house are you I got officially staying? So, nice. so the house I got is uh the house I got is really nice, right? In Vegas. It's huge. Two thousand square feet. The master bedroom is as big as my house right now. Four bedrooms in total, huge backyard. And it's only two thousand bucks a month. Not even two thousand, less than that. But the internet sucks. So I, instead of moving to Vegas, I'm in Bristol, Virginia. I'll be moving to Nashville instead. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to do New York so bad, but dude, it's so expensive there. Yeah, it's expensive. And honestly, since I live in in my studio or my room, whatever you want to call it, like the spacing sucks so bad. It's hard to record. Uh, That's good. With a good background and good lighting and everything yeah. like that, so it's... unless you want to drop five k a month, which you probably could afford, but <laughs> yeah, you know, so what's up? Sorry. Oh no, no, I mean I have a video about how I I code like why I code like I'm broke, and it's like I don't really even though I make more money, I've never actually increased my spending that much more. Ooh, but... video idea. I'm broke. <laughs> oh, I'm stop, a broke. Stop stealing my ideas. <laughs> developer. Oh, and why? I'm. Oh, thank you. Clickbait. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's all yours. It's all yours. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a shout. Hold on. Shout out to Tech Rally. Okay, there you go. All right, for stealing this idea from you. I like that. Well, what do you mean? You called like you broke. I think it's the mentality of not getting complacent, right? So, um, mm. I in my video I talk about how. Uh, there's a boxer named Floyd Mayweather. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with him too, but he's undefe- he was undefeated. And he's, I guess he retired undefeated. But this dude was making millions and millions of dollars for each fight. And even though he was making that much money, I'm taking notes. He was practicing like he was, he was mm. training like he was broke. So, like, mm. it's usually when you make a lot of money and, you know, you always hear these stories like people just get comfortable and, you know, comfortable leads to complacency. That's my greatest fear. Yeah. But this guy, wow. he just he trains yeah. like he's broke. And, you know, when I went to a coding boot camp, I kind of coded like I was broke because if I didn't get a job like three or four months after, I would have zero dollars in my bank account. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you have a fire under your butt, you work hard, man. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I'm trying to do my YouTube channel too, actually, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I want to make my content like I'm broke. So so I force myself to make videos, you know, force myself to network. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that's like I said earlier, that's my greatest fear is being comfortable. That is my number one fear in life. Like when I get comfortable, I gain weight, right? Or when I get comfortable, uh, I get complacent. I don't upload YouTube videos because... I'm not going to lie. I'm really comfortable, like zero worries. And I hate that. And so for me, I'm always trying to get my mindset in. Like, I don't want, like, I need to live. I need not, not live, but I need to have that mindset. Like I am broke. Although I'm not, but I'm saving more money than I ever would have have ever. Like if I don't have a job, I'll be set for like at least the next two years. Right. Right. But I can't, I can't, I can't think like that because once I had that mindset, it's like, all right, I'm fine. But then if I get comfortable, there are so many opportunities I would have lose. Would I would you, have lost. Would you say you were comfortable at entrepreneur? Very comfortable. Hmm. Very comfortable. I mean, I've never made that much money. I went from making 13 bucks an hour or $6 an hour. So I went from making 18 bucks an hour, sorry, to 31, which isn't a lot. But for me, that was a lot. You know, so yeah, I was comfortable because the job was so easy. It took no brain power to do anything. Mm. Because after two years though, because I got so good at it. That's why. Um, yeah. But when I got laid off, man, my whole mindset changed. Realizing, bro, you're stupid. You shouldn't have been comfortable. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's true. It's uh, I mean, I mean that's another re- that's another reason why I I left my current job or my job uh, previously it was because, or actually this is the reason why I left my uh, what do you call it? I'm not, I mean, I'm in a weird state of being fun employed, so I don't even know what to call it. But I, this is why this is the reason why I left my last job was after five years. You know, it's there's like nothing yeah. new to learn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I what like, felt like I was like drowning and. When I did the coding boot camp to get my first job, to get my second job, I always felt like I had to keep pushing myself and I yeah. felt like I was drowning in this pool. Yeah. But eventually I got to a point where I was I was kind of on that shallow end of the pool and I could finally mm-hmm. breathe and relax. But I think I was breathing and relaxing for too long. <laughs> so that's yeah, the motivation of why I was looking. Yeah. It that happens, man. And that's how I feel that entrepreneur. I mean, yo, they're a good company. Like, honestly, my boss there, the CTO Jake, best boss ever most understanding boss ever when i got laid off uh he was in tears like i've never seen someone in tears who's you know what i mean yeah like for sure he his eyes were red and then after they laid me off he had a meeting with all the engineers and then everyone messaged me like yeah dude he was his eyes were red like he was in tears when telling the whole team like he was the best boss ever but like i'm not gonna lie i was being burned out and i i was brain dead there i guess you could say yeah so so Dang, I had another question. Oh, I, w- I want to talk about this. I know we've been an hour, so almost done. But my question is this. You got rejected from a job opportunity before, right? <laughs> Plenty of times. No, 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 no. But I mean recently. Yeah. Like you were interviewing when I was interviewing for this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You got rejected. And how did I – like you seemed pretty pissed, which everyone would. Like, but now you got an even – Better job offer <laughs> because you got rejected by that job. Am right. I correct? Right. So just looking at that, that situation, are you happy you got rejected? Oh, most definitely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and you know what? I, I, I work at a company after, you know, when you work at a company for five years and you're not, and I think kind of agree with you about interviewing at other companies, even though you're not interested, I was mm-hmm. super rusty, right? <laughs> So yeah. in some ways, I was just wasn't prepared. I didn't really study or prepare myself for interviews. Like, remember how I was mentioning about telling your story, yeah, um, and then getting yourself ready technically. So in some ways, uh, I approached I approached that interview thinking that, oh, you know what, it's fine if I don't get this job, and then I'll just move on. I'll look yeah. for another one. But I got rejected multiple times. <laughs> so after a certain point, I was like, okay, maybe I actually do need to buckle down and study and really figure out what my story is. Because uh, I don't know about you, but with senior developer roles, I would argue that they're even pickier about who they pick up because you're going to mm. get paid more, right? Yeah. So in some ways, like the, especially with smaller startups, you know, with their funding not being as... Uh, abundant and they would just want yeah. to make sure they pick up the right person so i don't have any necessarily ill will against any of those companies i i i really appreciated a lot of them because i asked for feedback about what i could have improved on and things like that and they gave me some positive feedback uh-huh. and you know what i actually messaged some of them on linkedin and thanked them for giving that feedback because without that i wouldn't know what i did wrong so yeah yeah it is what it is yeah like i'm glad I didn't have that fame company earlier because obviously yeah. I would have failed miserably. <laughs> but <laughs> I think kind of lighting that fire under my butt of saying like, okay, you're not as hot, you're not as big as you think you are, or you're not as good yeah. as you think you are. You got to actually study for it. And I was like, okay, true. Yeah, for sure. Dang. That's crazy though. Like, yeah, that's a crazy. And I think when I think about myself in that situation where when I quit this last job to be, to join the company I'm at now, well, I didn't quit to join this company. I just quit, but it's crazy because if I didn't quit that job, I like to think in the past a lot, but when I, if I didn't quit that job and put that tweet out on Twitter, I would not be at new relic now, which right. is honestly the best job ever. Like it's crazy how those things line up. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy how it lines up in the sense that it's what you kind of want to do, which is kind of that developer evangelist or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Yeah. It is crazy, man. It is crazy, man. But Alex, thank you for getting on here. Dude, that was so fun talking to you. I can't believe an hour passed. Like I'm cooking and I totally forgot I was cooking, but that's totally fine. (laughs) No, this was super fun. I love talking to people about like, 
coding and life of developer and things like that. And that's why actually, uh, man, I feel like I'm a promoter for Clubhouse, but it's just, like you could literally just talk about <laughs> anything, you know. And that I feel like you would yeah. love. It. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! I love talking, especially yeah. about myself. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, no joke. Again, where can people follow you, Mister Tech Rally? Um, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter, and my handle is the Tech Rally. Someone apparently took Tech Rally, so I can't take ownership of that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. You could also subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/TechRally. Um, nice. And then that's it. Yeah. If you have any questions, you know, I also have like a Calendly uh, calendar open in all of my videos. So yeah, if you have any like developer questions I or how to break into the space, like hit me I up. Like that. That's actually free content too. I should do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, man. No problem. I'll see you later.